0: Hey everyone, I'm Amanda. And I'm Allie. We are so glad you've joined us today. Our podcast is a platform for women to share their stories. We have a different woman share a story on the first of every month. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but in the end, it's always encouraging. Be sure to hit subscribe so you'll be alerted the next time we have a podcast. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, or our website, livingoutloud.today. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you will enjoy the show. Now it's time to meet our next guest.
1: Hey friends, welcome to our December podcast. So exciting, I love Christmas time. too. We have a great show for you today. Um, we have Terry Earls, she will be our guest. But first, let's talk about Christmas. Allie, what is your favorite thing right now? This December, um, is it anything
0: Christmassy or is it just something that you are loving? It's just something that I'm loving and I brought it. Do you know what this is? No. Okay, so I've got this box. I'm going to unzip it. Okay. You know what it is now? Oh,
1: yes. Oh my goodness, we have one. A but it's a different gun. color case. Yes. Lance bought this a few months ago, and I'm yes. still
0: trying to learn how to use it. So, you can get them at TJ Maxx, Marshalls. They're really like under $50. Uh-huh. But they're wireless and there's different settings. There's one that can go down each side of your spine the smaller muscles, ligaments, and you just turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I mean, this is like heavy-duty, like professional hardcore. Yes. It looks yes. like a
0: drill, and you yes. put little different drill <laughs> pieces does. on there. But, man, it has been a game-changer for me. I've been struggling with just lower back pain from exercise. I think just carrying babies and um, being pregnant back-to-back, back that my back's just tight and locked up. And so I've been... You've seen this, and I feel like I have a new back. I'm not kidding. I mean, it is, it is amazing. I love so. it.
1: So, like I said, Lance bought one um, a few months ago, and we charged it. We're still trying to figure out which little attachment we like best. Yeah. I always get the one that <laughs> says it will be good for any area of your yeah, body yeah because listen I feel like you've got to make sure it's on a muscle and not a bone, a bone because I'm I feel like I'm grinding yeah bone. oh
0: yeah well and it, it like pops off of a bone like yeah. if it hits a bone it just like pops off yes supposed to, supposed and you be know what I thought fishy. about
1: that's so cool that you brought that and said that because I thought the other day I saw it in the store yeah okay, and I was just like that would be a great gift for if you're buying like your mother-in-law father-in-law yes. or mother and dad, like a gift together. Right. Because it's not a cheap gift. Right. And it's not so expensive. It'd be like something you could buy for them to share. Yeah. And you need
0: somebody to help you with it too, especially if it's in your back. Like yeah. Like your shoulders, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can like do your legs or arms and stuff, but mm-hmm. really the back feels the best. I agree. So what about you? What's your favorite thing? Okay.
1: Well, I love this book that I've been listening to on Audible. Yes. And it's called With. I'm going to try to look it up real quick because I want to tell you who it's by. Um... With by Sky, and the last name is J E T H A N I, and it is just a great book about um talking about communing with God. Mm-hmm. Not okay, so he goes through different ways we we live for like are you living under God, or are you living um over God, mm-hmm. are you living like it has all these chapters, and I found myself. In all of them in different seasons of my life yeah but they're not right wow. <laughs> um, like yeah. what I'm saying is I know that like I live with God and I commune with God but learning not to fall into those things like we do so many times of like yeah. okay am I living for God living under God living over God and he explains different what those mean and That's we all cool. do that yeah but it's talking about just living communing with him and um it's been life-changing for me i love it and chapter 10 is my favorite because i took notes like i got paper out and took notes and he gives ideas of like because i think a lot of times people are just wondering like how do you commune with god how do we live you know not falling into those other places so it's a great book i definitely recommend it okay so i have some would you rather christmas questions for us
0: Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay.
1: Turkey or ham? Ham. I would say. I like both. I think turkey <laughs> for Thanksgiving and ham for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Stuffing or dressing? Is that not the same thing? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we always say dressing.
0: Yeah. What yeah, do you say? Yeah, dressing. Okay, but yeah. I do
1: think that it's made differently.
0: Okay. But I yeah, don't know. I don't know both dressing dressing
1: grinch or elf the
0: movie Mm, elf me too yeah it's hilarious That's a christmas classic for sure love to laugh yeah
1: christmas vacation or the christmas
0: story Mm, christmas vacation me too yeah because again laughing yeah yeah i love it which ties into our guests so keep going and i'll tell them about her (laughs) fake or real tree Oh gosh, I have to have a fake tree. I'm so allergic to real trees. Me
1: too. Yeah. Hey, have you noticed I always give an explanation? And here's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed. I, I say fake. Um, I grow, grew up having a real tree. And I loved Me it. Too. It was fun. It smelled good. Mm-hmm. But then a few years after we had been married and we would always go buy a real tree. Yeah. And we would spend a lot of money that we didn't have. And we still didn't get the perfect tree.
0: And then it goes to waste. But then we
1: realized everybody has fake trees. Yeah. um, Pre-lit, A lot. Uh, Yeah, well, (laughs) and we have really bad allergies. Yeah. So we're like, this is perfect for us. Right. And then the pre-lit trees, like you said, I mean, that changed changed my life.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would put up all kinds of ornaments on my mom's tree and just sneeze and could (laughs) not (laughs) breathe. Thanks,
2: Mom.
1: Yes. (laughs) I mean, if they could just have like a fake Christmas tree farm. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Load up the kids, have some hot chocolate.
0: Oh, they've got um, your fake tree, which lights you want. Let's go do our tradition.
1: Want. Yeah. Let's go get our fake okay, tree. Okay, if
0: y'all steal our idea, <laughs> it's like that's not okay.
1: There's people out there that only do real trees, and they're, they're thinking we're crazy. Yeah, like, I know, no but when
0: an allergy is real, it makes it not fun. Right, yeah. Okay.
1: But I do appreciate a real tree. Um, but here's the thing. I get the candle that smells like the real tree.
0: Oh, that works. And you don't sneeze? Well, sometimes, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I put it in, in another um, room. I mean, they have the air fresheners,
0: too, like okay. the plug-in things. Yeah. Okay. We'll try that.
1: Sweet potato pie or chocolate
0: pie at Christmas? Mmm. Sweet potato.
1: Me, too. Most people would say chocolate. Yeah. But I Chocolate's good, pie.
0: but I could do that any time of year, you know? I totally
1: agree. Yeah. Okay, here's one. I'm interested in... Uh, to see what you're going to say on this if we're going to agree or not okay ugly christmas sweater or a nice christmas trendy outfit with colors of the season
0: the nice christmas trendy me too yeah yeah i just wear work- workout clothes all the time and so any chance i can dress like trendy yeah with christmas yeah. it's absolute yes yeah
1: now the christmas ugly christmas sweater parties are fun oh yeah but I want to be wearing what you're saying, and I love when my listen. My nephew is hilarious. He's gonna love that I'm saying this, but he comes every year. He's married. Yeah. Um, He's 24. I think Mm -hmm. he comes every year with his nana's Christmas sweater (laughs) on. He wears it since he was in high school. It's it's easy. It's hideous. Yeah, (laughs) but it's so funny. That's awesome. Um. Okay, gingerbread house or decorating cookies, Christmas Mm. cookies.
0: Decorating. Christmas cookies. Me too.
1: Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Would you rather wrap Christmas gifts in Christmas wrapping paper
0: or throw it in a Christmas bag? Wrapping paper. It's the only time I wrap, so I look forward to it. Every time, other time, it's going to be a bag. Yeah. And, you know, I will say what's really fun, and my mom did this, um, she would sometimes wrap our Christmas gifts with a certain theme. So, like, all of my brothers would be superman and all of mine would be like pink polka dots yeah but the problem is when you don't write whose it is on the box and you open the batman <laughs> wrapping paper and it's you know a girl's bible yeah so yes yes she did do that once That's so but, funny. yeah that's well i
1: love um that too i started writing um giving my boys reindeer names and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's my whole good. family that's lands good. and me yeah and they just don't know what their name is that year and they try to guess that's it. fun so it's, you just gotta be organized. I gotta to do remember. That. I gotta yeah. write it down. Yeah, you gotta write it down. So I would Very say good. for me, I like to wrap with wrapping paper until I mm-hmm. get tired, and then I throw them in a Christmas tree. <laughs> so half and
0: yeah, half. Yeah, have a good mix too. Yeah, I think yeah. we were uh, pretty much the same on most of those. Yeah, that was good. Well, okay, so that made me laugh. And speaking of laughter, um, I I really enjoyed our guest for this month. Her name is Terry Earls. She's a wife, mom, and co-founder of Marriage DNA and Bow to Laugh. She was born in the village of Carson, Virginia, on her family's 100-year-old farm. She enjoys researching her family's history and spending time with her husband, comedian Jason Earls, and their six children. She has the pleasure of living from coast to coast, or she had, experiencing God's faithfulness in each city along the way. Her life experiences have developed her heart of true, of true worship. But most importantly, she is the daughter of the Most High, and that is the title that she holds the dearest. Our sponsor this month is Amy Johnson, my mom, and she is a Zaya Active rep. Zaya Active is a active lifestyle brand. It's also a culture that believes in embracing activity with excitement, vigor, and delight. We feel that pushing your body and mind is easier and more fun with friends and family. Our mission is to inspire and uplift by making activity a fun and essential part of your life. Um, Zaya is a wonderful clothing brand. I mean, there are all kinds of cute clothes, of course, but they're also very functional, and i that's all I wear now, and I will say I love it. It um, It's a wonderful, wonderful brand, and it would also be a wonderful gift um, with this month being December. I know that we are always looking for last-minute gifts and um, perfect items, and it's not just for women, but they also have some great men's uh menswear as well so please hop over and check that out you can find the link um or information on how to get a hold of her on our show notes so just check that out hop over to her website and uh, you will not be disappointed
1: welcome terry we are so excited to have this conversation with you today
2: hello guys i'm so super excited to talk to you such sweet ladies i'm So glad to be on today.
1: Well, let me tell our listeners how we know, Terry. We actually met your husband first. Um, My husband and I have a Chick-fil-A here, and we had a date night a couple of years ago, and we brought your very talented and funny husband, he's a comedian, (laughs) um, in to share with our uh, community, and it was hilarious. Um, Christian comedian, just like if you want to laugh, bring Jason Earls in and, and have Say him. It again. No. <laughs> <laughs> bring him bring in. I'll <laughs> be disappointed. And then um, we had him come in. I mean, you guys came in another time and we all went and ate dinner with some couples um, and Allie and her husband joined us. And you guys shared some great wisdom with us, some advice, some marital advice. And um, we just had a great night. And Allie and I, after just listening to you and hearing you, we were like, "We've got to have her on and to come on and and share that wisdom with us and our listeners." So here we are today.
2: Thank you, guys. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, we also have something in common because uh, you guys have heard me talk about uh, my oldest son. He went to Impact Three Hundred and Sixty, a gap year program, which is amazing. Can't uh, talk about it enough. It's just we, we always say if every uh, student could go through this program before entering college, I mean, it would just be so awesome. Um, and so Jason and um, Terry dropped two of their children off uh, oh. right before meeting us right. for That's that dinner. Yes. <laughs> so um, that was their first two to ever uh, leave home. So never
2: leave, yep, never leave the nest.
1: Yes. So they're loving it, right?
2: They are. <laughs> Loving, is it a is it a greater word than loving? (laughs) Because they are having a blast. They are learning and just they. I mean, they're living their best life right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that makes it better for you, knowing. Oh,
2: absolutely, and
0: good and thriving. Yeah,
2: Yeah. absolutely. It it gives a mama's heart peace. (laughs) Well, um
1: we're going to give you a chance to share your story. Give us a brief summary of that. And then we have some questions for you. So we'll just give you the floor.
2: Well, um, as you heard, my name's Terry Earls. Um, I was born in Virginia on a farm a hundred acre farm and uh, I mean, 200 something acre farm. Sorry. It was like, it had been in my family. It has been in my family for over a hundred years and it's, you know, I just, I grew up like this free little spirit, just having a blast uh, in Virginia. And uh, I met my husband, fast forward, in college in, at Virginia State. Um, and I had, at that time, I kind of had walked away a little bit from the Lord, um, not living a totally rebellious life necessarily, but just wasn't doing what I knew was right. And um, so during that time where I met my husband, I kind of was, had rededicated my life and was getting my life back on track. And so was he. And uh, God brought us together in a, uh, in a class, in a lecture class. (laughs) And um, we just started hanging out. Fast forward, he moves to Dallas we break up, we get back together, we marry, we have six children. <laughs> and um and now we are in the stage of life where we are doing ministry together. Um and we've started up a couple things that um I'm sure we'll talk about, um but marriage DNA and um just recently like last weekend recently um we have started vow to laugh and uh it's just i'm in this season of life where i'm i can see how the lord has matured me personally and then my husband and i as a couple and our whole family as a whole and i'm just i'm really just grateful for the opportunities that he's given us and and i'm just am I'm, I'm much like my kids that we just finished talking about going off, I'm, I'm living my best life right now.
1: (laughs) That's so awesome. Well, you said you had six children. So what is life like with like as a family (laughs) of eight?
2: Interesting (laughs) and busy and beautiful, like all in a nutshell. It's, it's crazy, but it's fun Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. We have, you know, it's lots of scheduling going on in this house because we'd miss a lot of things if we didn't. Um, But we really, we truly have a fun family. I mean, you know, I get asked a lot, like, are we joking and playing around at our home all the time? I mean, we're a normal family (laughs) that, you know, we just, we sit down, we have serious moments, but we play a lot of games together and, we just really enjoy each other. So that helps, I think, the craziness of having a house full of people, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it the Bible talks about, you know, a cheerful heart and it being good medicine. And that is so true. When you have a house full of laughter, I mean... Really, it doesn't get better than that. And with your husband being the funny man that he is, um, and I'm sure that brings a lot and I'm sure you guys feed off of each other, which what a great gift to give your children. Yes. Yes.
2: Like, yeah, we have we our children are comedians too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure.
1: I'm sure that, quite a few of them. Yes.
2: Quite a few I of them.
1: And I always think it's but, so fun to like different kids personalities. Like they're sometimes you can have like several funny, but they're different. They're funny in different ways. Mm-hmm. So like you can yeah, have absolutely. Like a
0: slapstick <laughs> funny or you can have like a, just a
2: quick witted dry humor. But see,
0: that's what cracks me up. Yeah. People with the dry, dry humor. Yes. Uh, it's the yeah. That's our <laughs> youngest
2: son. He's that quick witted kind of, just catch you off guard kid with, and it's like, you are funny. Yeah, <laughs> Surprisingly and it's, funny.
1: Yes. It's funny too, how you can like relate different, the parents relate to the different funny. So like my husband is a prankster. Um, I'm not, but I have a prankster. Son. <laughs> and, but then I like, and I, I love funny. Like yeah. there's no one who loves funny or funny more than me. And then I have a son who's like dry quick, humor, like funny, that is what makes me laugh. And that's like, I mean, y'all heard me say like, I prayed for God to give me kids that would love (laughs) Jesus. But after that, it was like, please God, just make at least one of them funny. Yeah, And they're all funny in their own
0: way. So yeah. Well, I can relate to that too, especially in the last few, I mean, the last couple of years, which it's nothing compared to you, because I know you had all of your kids kind of back to back, I think. Terry, but um, yes, yes. I, you know, just being in this the stage of two and diapers, and um, it was two, two and under. And I know, like I said, so many people have it way worse than that. But for me, and in, in the middle of the pandemic, everything was so serious and so stressful mm-hmm. that I felt like God yeah. was just telling me, "You have got to lighten up." And the only way that you can do that is by laughing. And I, you probably remember this. I came in here and I was like, okay. Like, I'm going to laugh. I don't care what it takes, but I'm just <laughs> gonna add <laughs> laughter into my life because it does, it lightens the load and it's, it's I just medicine. remember you saying, uh, it was probably around
1: that time, you text me and you're like, Amanda, anytime you have a funny joke yes. that you're sharing with your family, yes. you send it
0: to me. Right, right.
2: Um, <laughs> I need to yeah. laugh, right?
0: Yeah. Right, so yeah. yeah, it's super important. So tell us a little bit, so speaking of laughing and your husband being a travel traveling comedian, um, what's it like being um, being his wife and being married to him while while he goes and does this so often?
2: Um, well, uh, it, I, I'd say it's not much different as I would assume anyway, because I've as being married to a businessman, like an accountant, or I don't know, do accountants travel? I don't know whoever <laughs> you know a profession that you know their husband is on the road a lot, like. You know, just it's just the title in a sense that he's a comedian and he you know, he's he's gone. But I mean, when like you're talking, Allie, about your babies, you have little people right now. That was a really hard season when our children were little, because like you said, we had our kids back to back. I mean, I we started having children five, five months after we were married, I found out I was pregnant. So our first year anniversary, I was about to have baby number one wow. <laughs> um and so then it was just you know keep it rolling we just <laughs> 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 baby number two three you know on down the line but it, um, it was hard i had to come to a place where i could reach out for help yeah uh you know and not you know we moved to the west coast um from dallas well, we started off in Virginia with the one kid and then we moved to Dallas. And then we moved again at baby number three and I was pregnant with number four to uh, the uh, Washington State and where I knew no one. And so I really had to come to a place where I was okay asking for help. And so, you know, and just always vocalizing to my husband, you know, how hard it was. But as my, as our kids got older, of course things got a little easier because they were more independent and you know and all and and Jason and I've always tried to keep fun and laughter in our home and even with each other like even in those early days we would like scare each other (laughs) like a lot Uh (laughs) when he'd come home from a trip (laughs) when he'd come home from a trip I'd like be hiding under the desk or something that was by the garage door and he opens the door, I grab his leg, you know, just (laughs) dumb stuff.
0: That is my kind of laughter. I love people. Yes.
2: But it kept, it kept us laughing and kept us, you know, in a place that we could, you know, just stay fresh in our marriage and and it took some of the weight off of being alone and, and just, you know, having to do a lot of things on my own and feeling, feeling like, I mean, really feeling like a single parent because he was on the road quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, there's so much we can talk about that. We're going to get some, some more marriage stuff in a little bit. But um, what, why did you and your husband decide to homeschool? That's well. a thing a lot of people <laughs> are talking about right now. Because, you know, years ago, homeschool was not always done right. Today, you see that it can be done right and people are doing it more because they're 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 seeing that, you know, it can be done right. So everything that's going on in our world, um, you know, I think more people are thinking about it and trying to decide whether they're going to do that.
0: Yeah, I'm one of them.
1: So I
2: hear your answer. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that I'm the the genius on this or you know expert, but for us it was it was just a desire that I really had, um, and I just expressed it to Jason. You know, like I want to homeschool, I wanna, at least try it. You know, and um, but we because we were like for real consistently having babies, and <laughs> it was just like. We, we started our three, first three off in public school because we just didn't have time to homeschool. Yeah. And um, when it became concrete for us was when we moved back to Dallas from Seattle. And we had put our kids in a little private school that was housed in our church at the time. And it was the last year that they were going to be open. And so my oldest son, who is now part of impact, <laughs> huh. he said, he, he actually made it happen. Uh, he said he didn't want to go back to public school. And at the time we couldn't afford to keep them in a put them, you know, in a different private school. Um, Cause we couldn't afford the tuition for three kids and then we would have another one entering. So we decided, well, it's, this is, we've been wanting to homeschool. Let's just do it. He said he didn't want to go back into public because he wanted to be able to learn about Jesus and read his Bible in school. Wow. And I thought that that was just like out of the mouths of babes kind of thing. Like, okay, Lord, I know I I had, we were having our, we had just had our last child, um, like like for real just had her like she was born july 1st and we started homeschooling in august and i had no idea what i was doing (laughs) but like you said homeschooling has come so far i mean there's so many curriculums to choose from that we just kind of got our feet wet and jumped in and i have no idea what they learned in the first year to be honest But they seem to they I have two that graduated. So. But we now we we now only homeschool one. Yeah. And that's our young we've transitioned them um from um uh, from homeschool to public school, which was a kind of a it was interesting because of the 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 um the I'm trying to think of the word. I'm sorry. It was yeah. interesting because of just the the backlash we got. But because, you know, homeschoolers is kind of like can be cultish in some ways. Yeah. And it was like, why are you putting your kids back in public? Mm-hmm. But I think for us anyway, it was always a God decision. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, Lord, if we're to homeschool them, even if it's for a season, now we're going to do this. And when it's when we feel like you're saying something else, we're going to do that. And so that's kind of how our our children have transitioned um, into public school. So uh, we have three in public, two in um, the gap year program and our baby girl is is home. But she's leaving to go to middle school next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, it up! Up! <laughs> <laughs> you said something that's very important. I mean, I think it's like if God places that desire in your heart, I mean, that's how you're led to, to do those things. And I think you do have to take year by year. Yes. Child by child. I mean, some people may know that they're going to homeschool forever and they may just know that, you know, but it may not be that black and white for everyone. It may be, um, you know, We're going to take year by year. And I think the most important thing is you let the Holy spirit lead you and you don't worry about what anybody else thinks Mm -hmm. and, um, and you don't judge other people for what they're doing. Right.
2: Yeah. And that, that was important to, um, uh, the reason I wanted to, to say that part was, or that I said that part was just because I do want the listeners to know that it's a decision between you, the Lord and your, and your husband or if it's a man listening, your wife, you know, it's it's between you and the Lord that's making this ultimate decision for your children's lives. It's not about, you know, what's the the happening thing right now everybody's homeschooling or, you know, the public schools um, seem to be going so wayward against the Lord on, on different things. You know, they're allowing so many things to be taught. But I think it, we train our children like this is what, why we're training them up um, in the word because we want them to be able to be in atmospheres like a public school who's teaching uh, things that we don't necessarily agree with, but to be able to um, go in and be a witness. Our oldest daughter is friends with every, I mean, nation tongue. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, literally she has her friend group is such a rainbow. And it's so beautiful because she is witnessing to these um, classmates of hers. And she actually is talking to a Muslim now that is is very much interested in Christianity. Her and her mom want to learn more. And I think when we listen to what God is saying for our household and know the vision that he has for our household, we have to move in that direction no matter what the outside world says.
1: Yes, yeah. and I think you're absolutely right, because what you're saying is you have to listen to what God is saying for your household, because there are, you know, like you sending your children, you felt good about sending them and letting them be a light and uh, witnessing to others. And, um, you know, and somebody else may feel like, you know, I, I, I want them to use that high school time to, or middle school time to prepare them to be able to do that in the real real world um when they get out of high school yeah. so it's different for everyone and I think that's the most important it is. Po- most important here's the thing most of the time no matter what there are pros and cons to both um
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: you may be lack- I think when you they get out they're gonna they may lack something wherever they're at but the great thing is that God makes all things good for those who love him and yes. um, so he, he fills in those gaps. And so it is important for you as parents to let the Holy Spirit lead you to do what he's calling you in your household to do.
0: I, I absolutely agree. I think it also takes so much pressure off because I'm in that season. Um, now where my, um, my daughter is about to turn four. And so in the next year, I guess even next year, I mean, there's a preschool option. We are kind of trying to decide what's best for her and where God is leading us on that. And, um, it just takes the pressure off knowing that you can take it year by year and by seeking God, the Holy Spirit's going to lead us. But if we decide to do this, it doesn't mean we're locked in for the next 12 years. Yeah. You you know, know, right. It's really, based on where God is leading. And if it doesn't work or it's not working, then you can change yeah. and you can go exactly. back. I mean- and and it, there's just freedom in knowing that because I think we can hold a lot of pressure of, as, as parents of, well, what do we yeah. have to do? It right. has to be the right yeah. that decision for our child, but it changes. It mm-hmm. changes every year. And I'm thankful for the options we have to be able to make those solid decisions and, um, be able to change
2: them too, if we want to. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I mean, all of us were homeschooling, you know, (laughs) during the early months of the pandemic. So everybody had a little taste of (laughs) homeschool.
0: Right. That's true. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So switching gears a little bit from homeschooling to marriage, there are two ministries that you and your husband have started marriage DNA and vow to laugh. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Marriage DNA is basically a conference that Jason and I uh, put on and it's, it's more geared to a weekend kind of um, gathering where we go through some material that we've written um, marriage DNA, uh, same title, (laughs) Uh, but we've written some marriage material, a, a little booklet. That's, that's a course that you can go through. We go through with, Uh, a group of, of couples at usually do in a church setting, but uh, we've done it outside of the church setting as well. Uh, but it just really walks, um, couples through their pain, uh, and how to process that pain. Where's that pain coming from is, is part of uh, the base of our, um, our our curriculum, it is really knowing the fingerprint of your marriage and what God how God has brought you as a couple together and what's your purpose um, as the couple. What is He calling you to do? What's the fingerprint on your marriage? Um, but in in that we help couples kind of like uh, life mapping if you've heard of that. Uh, go back as far as you can remember in your memories and write those things down and kind of see what is repetitive or what's the things that stick out. And usually when we do that, we can see the gifts that we have, the talents that we have and apply those things, not just for our individual selves, but as as a couple and kind of really get down to what God might be saying to us um and our operation like as a couple, as one, right? Um, what we're supposed to be doing for the body of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds incredible. And then
2: marriage, uh thou to thou to laugh is is super new. We um just started that up and it's a fun night. It's just it's a fun night for couples. It's a date night. Uh, my husband does a comedy set and then i join him on stage and we we dig a little bit deep but not too deep where it feels like you're in this conference setting it's just it's really a night to just let loose have some laughs we talk a lot about sex which is you know not commonly talked about in the church right. <laughs> so we do we do tap into that um during the time where, where i'm out with him. But it's made to be fun and enjoyable and just really to not make light of anything that God has said, of course, but to just plug in some some fun things that, you know, and some fun words and code words for things and of that nature, just that they could take when they leave us and and have fun with that even, you know, once they get home.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I want to tell our listeners, actually, it's going to be on our show notes, um, where they can find y'all. And I'm looking actually on your Facebook page right now, the marriage DNA, the laughs yes. learn, and this picture of y'all laughing together is adorable. So if you're listening <laughs> okay. check out your Facebook page and, uh, there's a link to it because y'all got a lot of good stuff on here too.
1: Y'all are so fun. Mm. And one thing I just want to mention real quick, because whenever we did go to that dinner, you guys shared some, uh, Marriage advice with us, and um, I can't remember everything detail by detail, but one of the things I thought was just so admirable and just such a good thing for all couples to hear is to always just keep each other accountable. So, like, I don't remember the exact wording, but I think you guys both shared of just like, you know, if there's something, um, maybe if you notice something that's not right, that you go to each other and you immediately tell each other, even if it's awkward or, um, just to, to be accountable. And that builds the trust between the two of you, like, Hey, he or she is being honest with me, uh, with that. They came to me with that. So I don't have to like wonder what they're thinking because I know that they're going to come to me with those thoughts and with those, um, is there anything else you would want to add to that to make that more clear for our listeners?
2: Yes. Um, if, if I can remember well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I said that we're to be naked before each other.
1: There you uh, go. Not only, yeah. not, on,
2: not only physically naked before each other, but emotionally naked before each other. Because we want to create that oneness with our spouse that the scripture talks about becoming one, like truly becoming one, S- trusting our our spouse so much that we can share anything and not feel judged or not feel, um, like there's going to be some kind of, um, judgment on it on you, but, uh, getting to that point in your relationship where you can truly just tell them anything. And I, and I share the story, uh, and I'll, I'll briefly share it, uh, because I know time is limited, (laughs) so, but, um, that I was having dreams of a, of a mutual friend of ours that, And I I couldn't understand why I was having dreams about this male that was not my husband. It was not inappropriate in in any way, but he was reoccurring in my dream. And I could have kept that to myself and felt trapped. But because really my husband early on in our marriage, like he was so adamant about us being like really naked before each other and like, I, like building our marriage on that foundation that I felt comfortable coming to him and say, Hey, I'm having these dreams. Nothing's weird going on in my dream, but I, I am having them and I don't know why. And I, I can't stop. And we talked about it and it's like, then the Lord kind of like revealed like what what's going on. And it's just simply, I like the way he dressed. Uh, i like the way the man dressed so what did we do we went on a shopping trip (laughs) (laughs) and we fixed jason up (laughs) that
1: wardrobe yeah that i love how there's even even humor in that yeah in you guys but not letting
2: those small like the the bible says those small foxes you know
1: Mm
2: -hmm. get in and run run the vine yeah
1: I think that's so good. And you know, our listeners, you may be thinking, okay, it's one of you listening to this and you're like, well, I would love that, but my spouse is not there yet. They're they're not going to be open. I think you just, you know what? You pray specifically for that, that maybe you have the conversation. And if that person, if your spouse is not there yet, that you pray specifically that God would bring both of you to that place where you are comfortable with being vulnerable and and making it a safe place where you're not going to jump on jump all over each other and become insecure um with that but to look at it like you know god can use this to build trust between us and um yeah i just think that's it, it, that's so powerful
0: yeah and i think too that it takes practice i mean i think practicing with the smaller things and then yes yeah. eventually those conversations will build as trust grows and um as you were sharing that story that same thing i mean what y'all shared impacted me just as much as it did Amanda and the the verse if our listeners are wanting to look that up it's from um, Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 15 it says catch the foxes for us the little foxes that spoil the vineyards and our vineyard for our vineyards are in bloom and um, I just I loved that and I my takeaway from the conversation with y'all was just what are the little foxes that are in in our life within our marriage that are trying to sneak in that may not seem like a big deal? Because even though for for you and in that dream, nothing inappropriate was happening. I mean, there wasn't anything that was necessarily bad. And so it would be easy to brush that off as, well, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not having weird feelings towards this guy. Okay. I'm just going to get over it. But it's yeah. the vulnerability to say, okay, this is going on. There is nothing bad that he trusted you and wasn't like, well, what are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Is there yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> a deeper, But just, I'm bringing this to you. I don't know why. I just want you to know, cause it can be, I yeah. mean, it can be a foothold of the enemy and that's how it starts yeah. with something so yeah. small that doesn't seem like a big deal, but you immediately caught that, which started a conversation with, which built trust and vulnerability and next time if it is something big or you know i mean in your years of marriage i'm sure there has been plenty of things that have been bigger than yeah. that you've established that open line of communication mm-hmm. and um it's just it's just so good
1: well and i think it's just wise to to admit to yourself that you don't need to trust yourself because yeah.
2: um absolutely although your
1: your heart and mind are in the right place you don't intend on ever hurting your spouse you don't intend to um, cheat. You don't intend to all those things. Yeah. What you're saying is, look, I need you, God. I am human. Um, and I need you every minute of every hour of every second of the day. And the way that I want to protect my family and my marriage is to be naked mm-hmm. with yeah. myself. Yeah. You know? yep. So yep. it's, it's more of like, look, I, can't, I care way more about us. Than I do, trusting and, and and just taking a chance on trusting myself. Right.
2: Yeah, because no couple plans their marriage, and and divorce is a part of it of that planning period. Right. Nobody goes to the altar saying, you know, next month, next year, next twenty four years after that, we're done. Right. Nobody goes in that way, and so it's those little things that we can catch them early, uh, that could really save our marriage. That's right. right.
1: And, and and here's the thing. The Bible tells us to be alert that we have an enemy, uh, a, ro- a, a roaring lion roaming yeah. around looking for whom he can devour. And there's nothing more that he wants to destroy than marriages, because if he gets the marriages, he gets the kids. And yeah. so um Yeah, just I think that we have to be strategic because our enemy is very strategic, he is looking and trying to attack our marriages any chance he can. So, I think what you guys are doing and saying being naked with your uh spouse is that is in all ways,
2: you know, (laughs)
1: having a plan, it's being strategic and going, you know what, I'm not just gonna fall into this, I'm gonna be very strategic
0: and I'm gonna be alert, just like the Bible tells us. Yeah, yes. Well, is that is there anything else that you would like to share? Anything else that's that's next for y'all or um have at it before our time ends.
2: Yeah, well, um I, I'm I'm hoping to get some writing completed. I've I've started a little children's book. I don't have a title for it or anything oh. yet, but um I've I'm working on some things and I'm hope hope to be able to to come back and share those things with you soon. So working on some writings. My husband's working on some devotionals. We'll have some things coming out.
1: Well, that's so exciting. Tell us, tell our listeners (laughs) where they can find you to follow you, keep up with all of the things that are going on with you guys.
2: I am at Jason Terry on Instagram. Um, My Facebook is T Earl's, T-E-E, last name Earl's, E-A-R-L-S. And also, uh, you can find our marriage content, marriage DNA.org and, um, yeah, that's, I think that's all the platforms I'm on. <laughs> I
1: love it. Those, that marriage DNA, all of that is such, they're clever, clever oh. names. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving us your time. We love you and Jason and, um, can't wait till we get to see you guys again.
2: Oh, I can't wait either. <laughs>